You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by the book guide. Look at baby blues. Yes, he's in the shower. Before our run? Kelsey looks at me like it grieves her deeply to have to expound. I accidentally bumped into him when I came into the kitchen a few minutes ago. He had his protein shake in his hand and... She makes an annoyed gesture, letting it finish the story for her. I dumped Nathan's shake down the front of him. I think it's killing her to admit she did something human. So I take pity on her and turn away to set the donut box down on the ridiculously large center island. Nathan's kitchen is fantastic. It's designed in monochrome tones of cream, black, and brass, and an expansive window wall overlooks the ocean. It's my favorite place in the world to cook, and exactly the opposite of my dumpy little garbage bin five blocks down the road. But that dumpy little garbage bin is affordable and close to my ballet studio. So all in all, I can't complain. I'm sure it wasn't a big deal. Nathan never gets upset about things like that. I say to Kelsey, waving my white flag one last time. She takes out her samurai sword and slices it to shreds. I already know that. Alrighty then. I take my first sip of coffee and let it warm me under Kelsey's frigid stare. Nothing to do but wait for Nathan to surface so we can get going with our Tuesday tradition. It dates all the way back to our junior year of high school. I was a sort of self-designated loner in those days, not because I didn't love people or socializing, but because I lived and breathed ballet. My mom used to encourage me to skip dance occasionally to go to a party and be with my friends. These days of getting to just be a kid and have fun won't last forever. Ballet isn't everything. It's important to build a life outside of it too. She said to me on more than one occasion, and of course, like most dutiful teenagers, I didn't listen. Between dancing and my after-school job working in a restaurant, I didn't really have friends. But then, he happened. I wanted to increase my endurance, so I started running our school's track before school. And the only day I could make this happen schedule-wise was on Tuesdays. I showed up one morning and was shocked to see another student already running. Not just any student, but the captain of the football team, Mr. Hottie McHotterson. Nathan didn't have an awkward phase. He looked like a 25-year-old at 16. So unfair. Jocks were supposed to be rude, chauvinistic, full of themselves. Not Nathan. He saw me in my scuffed up sneakers, curly hair piled on my head in the grossest bun anyone has ever seen, and he stopped running. He came over and introduced himself with his huge trademark smile and asked if I wanted to run with him. We talked the entire time. Instant best friends with so much in common, despite our different upbringings. Yeah, you guessed it. He comes from a wealthy family. His dad is the CEO of a tech company and has never shown much interest in Nathan unless he's showing him off on the golf course in front of his work friends. And his mom pretty much just hung around and badgered him to make it to the top and bring her into the limelight with him. They always had money, but what they didn't have until Nathan made it big was social standing. In case you can't tell, I'm not a huge fan of his parents. So 
Anyway, thus began our Tuesday tradition. And the exact moment I fell for Nathan, I can pinpoint it down to the second. We were on our final lap of that very first run together when his hand caught mine. He tugged me to a stop, then bent down in front of me and tied my shoe. He could have just told me it was untied, but no, Nathan's not like that. It doesn't matter who you are or how famous he is. If your shoe is untied, he's going to tie it for you. I've never met anyone else like that. I was so gone for him from day one. We were both so determined to achieve success, despite how young we were. He always knew he'd end up in the NFL, and I knew I was headed to Juilliard and then to dance in a company after. One of those dreams became a reality, and one did not. Unfortunately, we lost touch during college. Fine, I made us lose touch. But I serendipitously moved to LA after graduating when a friend told me about another friend who was looking to hire an assistant instructor at her dance studio.